Welcome to Money Grows on Trees. Money does grow on trees. A podcast full of practical, real-life money lessons that you wish you learned in school. Lloyd is a former lawyer turned lifestyle entrepreneur. In each episode, he'll be answering the tough questions around money, investing, and entrepreneurship to help you transform your money mindset and move you closer to achieving your financial goals. Now, let the class begin. Here's your host, Lloyd Ross. Money Grows on Trees podcast. My name is Lloyd Ross. This episode is titled 40 Rounds of Boxing. 40 Rounds of Boxing. What does this have to do with wealth? We might change the title so it's 40 Rounds of Boxing. What does 40 Rounds of Boxing have to do with money? <laughs> um, I wanted to come and give you this episode uh, and talk to you more about, and these next couple of episodes, the ones I'm doing currently now that I'm recording, are more a little bit about my personal life and my personal experiences that I go through where I learn wealth lessons, success lessons that I can impart to you that hopefully inspire you to do certain things you wouldn't normally do because that's how you have things that people don't often have. So that's why you'll. Uh, there's lots of financial lessons coming up too, don't worry, that are short snippet ones that I'm used to giving on here, which is what people I think are enjoying with this podcast. So there's more of those coming obviously, but I just wanted to come and give you some personal uh, stories that have happened to me even recently, but I'll, I'll unpack some more from my past too. That will help you give you more insight into how my what my character's like and what things I've done that have helped forge the mindset that I have that helps me to win in various areas of the money game. Now, financial success, like all success, is always under construction. So when I come in here, you have to understand that I'm always still building my own wealth too. Like it's wealth is always under construction. Because you're always doing things to level up and grow as a person in value and impart value and build wealth and buy assets and live a kick-ass life. Like you're, that's always under construction. So it's not like I'm doing these because I feel like I've made. I'm doing these particular episodes because there's elements of success lessons inside of them that I can impart to you that will help you. Okay, because your money. One of my mentors once said, you know, you you can only grow your wealth to the extent you grow yourself, and. Um, that's why I want to give some of these episodes because I think a lot of people's money growth, not I think, I know a lot of people's money growth is stifled because they haven't grown themselves. So I want to explain to you what growth is like. I want to explain to you what it feels like, what it smells like. So when you see it, you will understand that it's camouflaged. It's not just money sitting on the, on the sidewalk that you pick up. It is messy, it is dirty, it is... It's... The stench of fear will be on it. There was lots of stuff that you have to understand is, oh, that's what opportunity looks like. So this particular lesson and story and lesson um, is a very recent one. In fact, it's only, what's it now? It's Wednesday today. I did this last Friday. So recently I had my 40th birthday and uh, it was a great week. Uh, My wife, Alicia, did this amazing thing where she got all these people to send in amazing videos of their, from over the years family and friends over the years and just a little bit of a snippet for me for my 40th, like a message, a birthday message from them, which I'll put on YouTube. It's amazing. I had over like 150, 160 videos, which is so good. So if that's if that's you, you've done that, you're listening to this, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. You would have probably got a personal thank you message from me, but I just want to say thanks. So anyway, I turned 40 and uh, one of my dear friends, and he's also been a oh, man, tremendous mentor, one of the biggest, one of the best but also one of the best friends I've ever had in my life, without a doubt. And um, his name's Gavin Top, and he's, to give you a bit of an idea, 
I met him a few years ago. Uh, I've done a lot of boxing with him. Um, he taught me to box, and I've done two boxing fights with him uh, different times with other guys, obviously not against him. <laughs> be like murder. Um, and he's an ex-professional fighter, and uh, he's in the Boxing Queensland Boxing Hall of Fame. He's the ex-Australian world cha- uh, Australian champion. He was ranked number 12th in the world in boxing. Very, obviously, a wonderful fighter and boxer, but also a wonderful human being, one of the best human beings you'll come across. And he's helped me and steered me in so many different areas of my life that spiritually and in business and success, and I couldn't begin to tell you, but I want to get him on the show. So I, my intention is to interview him. But um, because I you know, hang around him a lot, speak to him most days, um, done lots and stuff with him, you know, like we've done lots together in the last few years, heaps. <laughs> it's always been, most things are fairly wild. And um, anyway, part of the community that he's gotten over the years being around the boxing community inside of it there's this thing that happens where you have a birthday and whenever you have a birthday that's the number of rounds you do you know at his place in his ring at his house and uh that's just that's look i've only been around the boxing community since 2009 so four years uh it's my fourth year so for those of you who are boxing and getting around that i don't know if you have this in your gym but it just so happens the culture around Gavin and, and, and some things and the, his inner circle is that when you have your birthday, that's how many rounds you do for your birthday. Now, what's interesting is uh, I haven't done it before, but typically it's for, I think it's for more more interesting birthdays. So when you turn 40, apparently it's a big deal, right? Now, I know it is, but I didn't have a party or anything like that. It was low key, just had dinner with my family and hang out with Alicia for the day and had lunch, which was awesome. And I just wanted it low-key. I didn't want to party because I seemingly have big... I seem to be flying all over the world, doing big things all the time. I just wanted to have small things. And that's what brings me joy. So one of these small things was Gavin goes onto his page into his one of his communities and he says, you know, I was watching live on Facebook and he says, you know, I've got Lloyd come out to my place, do a couple rounds, but doesn't he doesn't know this, but he would know this that when he comes out, we're doing 40 rounds. He's going to do 40 rounds because it's his 40th birthday. And <laughs> my heart just went, oh, you know, my, my soul left my body. And the reason for that is because I knew how hard it was going to be. Like, like, if you've ever done any boxing, three rounds is hard, okay? And so I knew straight on, like, this is going to be a great challenge. This is going to be one of my greatest challenges, physical challenges I've ever done, frankly. This is last Friday. So I'm having breakfast with my dad on the Friday morning. Alicia finds out I'm doing it. Dad finds out I'm doing it. Everyone's scared because it's a it's a challenge. It's like what forty rounds of box? How how? Anyway, so people, <laughs> I did a post on Facebook. You go check it out. People ask me like, how many round? How long was the rounds? What the heck? And uh, it was a personal test that Gavin set for me because he knew that I could do it. It would challenge me. He knows what I'm like in terms of leaning into hard things, and he he did that for me. It was a wonderful gift, and uh, people probably don't think it is. And it sucked, don't get me wrong. It was brutal. I'll go through that in a second. But it was a challenge. And when you've got a friend that can challenge you like that under the right circumstances, and I trust him implicitly to get in the ring and do that stuff with me, so it's fine. But but what a wonderful what a wonderful gift that few people would get. Like to get to a Queensland Boxing Hall of Fame and Australian champion and the guy that he is, to have the opportunity to step in and ring and do 40 rounds with him and some other guys who I admire and respect, that's an amazing experience. Like, few people would ever get that chance to do that. So I felt like it was an amazing opportunity 
not a, I mean, I knew it was going to be hard, but in my mind, it's like, oh, I've done hard things before. Here's another hard thing. And the truth is it's so challenging physically that your mind starts to play tricks on you very early in the game. So I knew it was coming up. So I knew early in the week that we we're going to do it. So I knew too that I wasn't doing a lot of boxing at the time. I wasn't in amazing cardio shape for boxing. So all these things started to, this talk started to happen to me like, hey, you up for this? Are you ready for this? Maybe you're not ready, right? Because you haven't been training. So we were going to go up to Brisbane to see Gary Vaynerchuk um, on the Saturday, which is the next day. And I knew that. And we had planned to go for the weekend and stay overnight. But I'm like, you know, I really need to do these rounds. So we didn't go up to Brisbane on the Friday afternoon. And I really made the, the decision to go out to Gav's house to do these 40 rounds. And I get in the car, you know, mindful that I've got a, a photo with Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk the next day. I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> I wonder what state my face will be in if if the headgear doesn't work so well, you know. Thankfully, the guys took it easy on me after 40 rounds. But, but you know, I think that was on Alicia's mind, like, you know, what's going to happen? My dad's like, don't have a heart attack. Yeah, everyone gets worried. It's quite interesting. And uh, so I go out to his house. There's a little, he's like, you know, he texts me on the way out there and he said, uh, hey, where are you? Because I was 10 minutes away. It was 3.30, it was 3.20, I had 10 minutes. And I was like, oh, he said, where are you? I said, I'm 10 minutes away. You can't rush your own execution. Do it, you laugh. You can't. And I got there and thankfully there was about five, five guys that had come and driven. One of them had driven from Toowoomba for it, so two and a half hour drive. Um, Ty was out there who's like, you know, an amazing, he, he boxes really well. He's done a lot of fights with Gav. He's, he's an awesome guy. And he was out there ready. You know, they, they made time for me because they know it's a special experience. I think that's fantastic. And a couple other guys, one of them was 65-year-old Graham was there. Amazing. And Josh was there and Maddie was there and there's a few others there, new, brand new guy. But it's at his house. Anyway, we're there. So I got my gear. I built, I mean, I did a little bit of warming up and tires on the bag. He's like six foot three, big guy, belting the bag, just mentally, psychologically challenging me out. It was so funny. Anyway, Gav pulls out the 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 iPad and he goes, right, 40 rounds. Now, you'll be happy to know it's 40 one-minute rounds, okay? But here's the kicker. It's 40 one-minute rounds for my 40th birthday, but there are no breaks. There's no time off. It's 40 consecutive one-minute rounds with no breaks with fresh guys, which means each one of those guys – Ty would come out for one, and then Josh would come out for one, and then maybe Graham, and then Ty again. So they're fresh, they're fresh, you know. And then Gav would come in, like all fresh, ready to go. Boom! He didn't really test me, put me like he was. Just, he was having so much fun watching me suffer, and um, and it was a huge challenge. So when I started out, I was like, well, this is going to go for forty straight minutes. Now everyone knows, like, a professional boxing fight is usually um, depends if it's an amateur, it's like two minute rounds. Uh, and it goes for 12 rounds. What's so that? 24 minutes of actual boxing. And in between each round, there's rest. There's a minute of rest. You sit on the seat and you rest. Now, this is not full contact. This is not professional. It's not even a real fight. It's just friends getting together and challenging each other to do 40 consecutive rounds of one minute. So that being said, you don't go out into a 40... It was 40 minutes straight of boxing. It is so hard. Like previously in my other two fights, I'd done... Uh, four rounds in the first fight and then there was two, three rounds in the second fight that did. The last round was until, until someone quits, until someone gets knocked out or until someone um, 
gets the towel thrown in. There was only one way out of that. There's only three ways to stop that fight, and that was how it was. And four and a half minutes into that final round of my last fight, thankfully the towel was thrown in because I was getting, <laughs> I was getting, you know, too many hits were coming through on me. So that that I was I had had that level of experience with it, but I knew this was going to be hard because I couldn't stop for 41 minute rounds consecutively with fresh men in the ring. And it was obviously brutal. So it begins and I go out and I'm just relaxed, right? So you wanna relax and I was just going steady, just pop, pop with tire, moving around. He was putting the pressure on me though, so it was making me work. And then I had form for about, I hadn't boxed for so long. For about three rounds, I was okay. And then the fourth round, it was just like, well, I'm four minutes in now. And at that point, the lactic acid gets so great, you just, your legs start to get get to go a bit. You're out of breath, you know, four minutes in and you're just, you're just trying to stand up. And I thought to myself, you know, I've got 36 more of these to do in a row. And, and your mind is just, there's no way out. And so you've got to, you go there mentally, don't you? Like, I remember, like, I was in probably 12, 12 rounds in, 12 minutes in, and I was just, I rested for three seconds, and it was just like a wonderful long time. I was like, oh, there's, you know, against the ropes, and I was like, okay, and I'm off again. And, you know, the guys, they, they went easy on, you know, they're not going to come out and, like, if I'm 20 rounds in, halfway, and they're coming out fairly fresh, they're not going to go bash, like, I had the right people in the ring. They're going to go bash me. But they're also not going to go super easy, right? I was just getting absolutely just destroyed from the own, my own cardio fitness just being in there. But they would come at me the right times and I would, I would, I was, I'd find a little bit of, oh, I didn't find any energy, frankly. But you get angry and you get like, when they're hitting you, 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 just, you just step into it and you just, so I started getting my, like, you know, Gav's on the side saying, hold your form and do this and find your breath and hold your form. So I started repeating the inner self talk out loud. So I'm like, relax, relax, loose, loose. You can listen to the video. It's like loose, loose. I just loose, loose. You're just in this zone of survival, frankly. And it's just, I was talking to myself out loud. Come on, you can do it. Come on, more, more, more. Come on. Like, loose, be loose. Get your footwork. Form, hold form. And I was just saying it out loud just so I could just get my mind off the pain and of what was happening in my body. And so I get to like round 30, there's 10 rounds left. I'm just absolutely gassed. Like I'm going to get some ropes. I can't move out of the way. And I reckon my head became a bit of a punching bag, my body. You can hold your hands up. But at that point of 20, 30 round, 30 straight minutes of holding your hands up, you, my, 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 rotator cuffs in my shoulders were just so cooked it was just, it was hard even to hold my hands up so you're trying to rush your hands down and you don't want to you want to cover up still because they pop a little one off they're not doing too bad like they're not throwing big bombs at me but you don't want to get flush punches to the face you know uh it's not ideal and then gav would come in close and go to the body a bit with me and move up and i just i just had to be doing stuff all the time and it's just the fact that there's there's no rest period that's what's challenging right about it and so I remember I got to the end and I knew there was like four one minute rounds left and I thought to myself I just I don't know what I'm going to do to stay up even on my feet I was just so tired but part of me is like you know you don't finish you don't quit this you stay to the end and the guys around me were encouraged me to do that I wouldn't be able to do it myself they it's the belief of the guys around you so your environment is stronger than your willpower that's why it's important to have good people around you because when you want to go down and you want to tap out and you don't want to finish stuff they will encourage you and lift you up that's why hanging around good people is such a wonderful 
lesson to take home from this from a wealth standpoint. Anyway, I went on the drive down to Gavin's before before the the 40 rounds. The guys, when I got there, like the likes of Matt and stuff, said, you know what? Uh, this is going to suck. I, I, I'm inspired. Josh said, I'm inspired, and you haven't even stepped in the ring yet. The fact you even showed up. And one of the things I said to myself in the car on the way there, they said, you know, how did you show up to this? Because it is such a challenge. Um, it takes, it does take courage for sure. Um, not for the pain side of it, but just for the sheer lactic. Like it's a physical challenge, cardio wise. Like it, it's a mental challenge too. And I said to him, you know, I had this feeling. I'm like, do I want to tell the story of how I did forty straight rounds with Gavity's house with you guys, or for my fortieth birthday, or do I not want to tell that story? And the fact is, I, I want to tell that story, so I'm going to do it, as much as it's going to hurt, right? And so I'm there, I feel, I'm a couple rounds out. I'm the last round in. And Gavin, obviously, I'm so glad he was in there at the end because he is really tests me. Like he knows, he's, he's helped, he's put so many guys through boxing programs. Um, he's, he's fought in professional fights at the highest level on TV. You know, he, he's gone for world title eliminators. He's the guy that you want in there, even though you know it's going to suck because he's going to test them because he knows what's in you because he's seen guys that think and he's been in a situation where you think you're dead and you think you're gone but you're not and he knows that so he's the right type of guy to have at the end where he's like I'm going to push him all here I'm going to push him all like you're dead you're at the 40th minute and you just wanted to curl up and die and he's still pushing he's at there close in a couple rips couple to the face boom 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 little ones you know boom don't go in there to go belt you, thankfully, because I'd be flipping knocked out. But but he goes in there to work you, to, to test you. And so the final round, he's testing me around. This like a minute, I've got to do this. I've got to stand up for another minute and do this. And then I start throwing up because <laughs> my lactic acid is built up so much that I'm dry, I'm hurling. And I'm th- literally throwing up in the ring <laughs> while, he's, while we're boxing. And he's, keep going, keep going, keep going. And so I stopped throwing up, and I, at 30 seconds, then I was still going. And I think I felt all right after that, actually, after I have a, little, uh, a spew. And I was like, oh, I've got my, like, 40th wind here. I'm okay. And then it just – you just want to leave everything out there you can on the mat yourself because you don't want to go in there and not try your hardest. And then the final the, – the, the ding went on the final 40th minute, and I was just absolutely spent. And – yeah, I was just my, my, my rotator cuff, my, especially my left from holding my left up and jabbing. Because you just got to jab. Like, I literally jabbed for 40 minutes straight, pretty much without a rest. And, and I, to this, what's it, Wednesday, my left rotator cuff is still sore to pick up and move things. Like, it's really, I really pushed the, the pushed my, my joints out. And, you know, I, I thankfully had the cardio fit, but I was at probably, you know, maximum heart rate for 40 minutes it was not an easy task and i finally finished and you know when you do hard things like that and you finally finish yes you feel like you're at the gates of hell it's a terrible thing but when you finish it you know pain is temporary the old saying pain is temporary glorious i had this feeling of like i did it and you think about that for a second one of the most challenging things i've done in my life i did last friday no one knew about it i didn't make a big song and dance about it before i did it i got in the car i went on a mission i was in my head i i I just go to these, you think about all the things you've done to build up courage. You're in good, you're with good people. It's going to suck. It's going to be over. It's not going to last forever. And then you're going to get to, you get to tell the story. And so I finished this and I was so excited and happy and validated and, you know, my self-esteem was high. Everything was like, you just did that. Like, that was amazing. And a lot of the guys, you know, Matty goes, man, I was just, that was amazingly great. That was amazing. Like, so you're getting validated by the other guys around there too. And they're getting inspired and they want to lift and they did amazing things on the day. And 
you, you help people like even Gavin, like he would have been happy with that to push someone like that. That's where he gets his joy and his. So he did that for me. What a gift. You know, I just felt, you know, loved, I think is a good word by those guys on the day. And self love in myself. Because people often ask, you know, how do I build self esteem? Because part of your. The, look, the money lesson here is this. Here are the lessons from this this experience that I've just taken you through for 20 minutes, okay? Number one, there's always going to be challenges to step into when you're scared. To, if you want to make money, you've either got to make money making sales, you've got to make money asking for a raise, you've got to make change your career, you've got to level up, you've got to put your position in a place to fail, you've got to go market things, you've got to put yourself out there, you've got to do real. You've got, there's so many things that you, you may have to speak on stage. There's going to be so many things that come to you that, that is a profit center that you must do to win and make money. And if you're, if you're not used to doing hard things, you're going to shrivel back and you'll have no resilience because you'll be too scared and you'll let fear get in the way. Now, I could have let fear get in the way of me that day, but I have had experience when I hear the fear talk, I just, I'm aware of it. It doesn't go away, but I know that it's there because I've had it so often. You know, it reminds me of this movie, um, what's it called? A Beautiful Mind with Russell Crowe in it. And it's the true story of John Nash where he was such a, he he had this amazing mind and he he had won a Nobel Prize in mathematics for economic theory, and he was actually a schizophrenic, and he had these voices that would follow him around. And in the movie, the moment he realizes the voices aren't real, is when he commands his mind and he wins. And so, whenever you're going through these hard things, like you either have two choices: you can listen to these fake voices, or you can drown them. You know they're there; they're there, but you know they're fake. And so that's what I do with negative self-talk. I know it's coming at me. It still exists in my head. Oh, what if this happens? Or why, why don't you just leave? Why don't you just pretend? And why don't you make excuses? And blah, 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 blah. So whenever that negative self-talk comes up, you have to know that it's false. It's like John Nash and his schizophrenic voices that aren't real. These voices aren't real. It's just your brain trying to keep you safe. But as long as you go into this a safe environment, like I was never going to get killed in the ring. of Like, yes, it's going to suck. It's going to be a physical challenge. But it wasn't dangerous, right? People might think it's dangerous. I... It wasn't that. For me, it wasn't dangerous. You might think otherwise. But when you're on stage in front of people speaking, that's not dangerous. It's socially dangerous, but it's not physically dangerous. Some things you do are physically. Like the boxing thing was more physically dangerous than the speaking thing, of course, but it still wasn't like grave, you know? So uh, you have to learn to drown out the voices. This is how you build wealth, by doing things that scare you, okay? Because that's how wealth, wealth is a combat sport. And so that's the lesson out of it. But the other thing too is it's a marathon. Like when you come out to build wealth and you want to up your money game and you're going to have to do 40 rounds of boxing in a row, you can't go out there guns blazing and use all your energy in the first round. So you're going to find in your wealth building game, it's going to be a 20-year build. It's going to be a 10 to 20-year experience to get up and get it going. Then it's going to be another 20 years of maintaining. It's it's going to be a 40-year, not a 40-round fight, it's going to be a 40-year fight. And so you don't come out of the blocks, guns blazing in your first 12 months and then just spend all your energy and you're just cooked and then you're done. That's not how it works. You have to, like, you have to crawl. The in throughout the fight that I was having, the 40 rounds, there were some parts where I'd flurry, then I'd sit back and rest. And then I'd do a bit more and I'd sit back and rest. So in your wealth-building journey in business, in your career, with your investments, 
it's not going to be, oh, I just hit this out of the park for the first year and I'm done. It's going to be long. It's going to be hard. There's going to be ups and downs. You have to pace yourself. So you don't want to shoot the lights out the first year and then have nothing to do after. You want to pace your energy. See, in the boxing, it's manage your energy. In wealth building, it's manage your energy. Don't manage your time. Manage your energy. So still be here building your business in 10 years. Still be here building your business in 20 years. Still be working on yourself in 10, 20 Don't come into a business enterprise and start in network marketing, in e-commerce, in, in coach, in any business, right? Traditional real estate, whatever. Don't start any business and go guns blazing first month or year in and then, and then fizzle out and then go off to another opportunity. That's not how it works. It's... I didn't just do one round and then go off and play golf. It was like, I'm going to be here boxing for the next 40 minutes. You're going to be here building wealth for the next 40 years. Deal with that. Just understand that it's a long thing. It's not fast. It's not quick. Nor do you want it to be, right? And you're going to have to flurry and run some parts. You're going to have to sprint. Then you're going to have to stop. Then you're going to have to walk, right? But you don't give up, okay? In that boxing ring, I was down on my knee for a second and I was up. And then I was... But back against the ropes just to rest and get my breath and then I was back into it and I was jabbing and jabbing and jabbing and then you know and then I was lifting and there was times where I was destitute in my mind I'm like you're gonna how am I gonna do this I was completely a destitute at the halfway like, I don't know if I can do this so all this negative this doubt this self it's this is part of life too when you're gonna build wealth there are times where you go fire I don't know if I can do this but you just have to dig deep and inside yourself just be around good people that can lift you up and never ever quit because you want to be able to tell the story one day you know and if you quitting is the story you're going to have to tell it's going to not inspire anyone including yourself and your grandkids and you know you just can't so think of the story you want to tell right pace yourself never give up get around good people whenever there's a challenge and you hear negative self-talk remember like john nash just put those voices out of your head they're not real okay and get used to them being around if you want to level up and grow to grow your wealth you're gonna encounter moments where you need courage you just are we're all the same we all get scared no one ever gets to not have courage but people are looking for confidence they're looking for uh, profit skills they're looking for ability to network and talk to people and they're all scared of it because they're not used to having these these this they're not used to leaning into courage so i want you to learn to tap into courage five seconds of it when you need it okay and because i've got to tell you as you get more successful those opportunities to show courage they don't disappear they just get bigger the challenges get bigger the amount of courage required to do them gets bigger but if you can't take small pieces of courage to do a facebook live or a reel or you can't ask your boss for a promotion or you can't resign and go off and do something or you can't start a business and worry what your family thinks or your friends think if you don't have courage to do those small things then the bigger things that require more courage to speak at a keynote on a stage or to jump into a boxing ring or to run an ultra marathon or whatever it is you want to do or 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 do that big deal and make that big sale or get on and like those moments of courage are going to be fleeting you're not going to be able to depend on yourself for them because you haven't done the small pieces of courage okay so there's going to be times where it's going to suck but the glory is worth it like the the feeling you get of when you do something hard and finish it and the story you get to tell whether it be on your own podcast one day or whoever it's the story you get to tell your kids you this is element of self-esteem and self-confidence you just cannot find anywhere you must go and do hard things to get it and if you're broke and you're you have no money and you have no success in your life 
I would dare say it is because you have not done enough hard things. Because every time something gets hard, you either run away from it because you're not leaning into courage because you're listening to the voices, or you're quitting because it's tough. And so you've got to do tough things. If you're If you have never done a marathon, go run one just so you can say I've done something hard because when it comes to making money in the entrepreneurship game, it's hard. It's not easy, okay? So I hope that you can derive some lessons from this story that I'm giving you here. Um, It's not not a normal story or podcast episode that I've actually put out on the show. I've got more to share with you that I'm going to about the personal things I've done because I don't think people understand that this is the type of character that it takes to build wealth, okay? Um, have there been people who've been rich without doing hard physical stuff? Sure, there has been, but they've done a lot of hard mental stuff because that's that, that you, you just no one escapes it. Okay, so I hope you've enjoyed the episode. Uh, it's gone for a bit longer, but I really wanted to get through the detail of, of this experience. And um, hey, thanks so much for those who are sharing this podcast. I hope this episode's been of value. Please share this. Send it to a friend if they need to hear it. Um, and of course. Leave us a five-star review if you haven't done yet. We've, I think we've got 100 now. Um, thank you so much to those who have done it. Go check out the links below. If you want to grab my book, go grab it. If you want to go and jump into our Telegram channel, lloydstelegram.com, do that. Engage me in, in Instagram. Ask me uh, if you want, you want me to do an episode. I've got some wonderful little short money episodes coming up for you guys. These are the longer ones. But again, thanks so much for tuning in, and you can have a wealthy week. Thanks for joining us this week on the Money Grows on Trees podcast. If you like the show, you might want to check out our book, Money Grows on Trees, which you can find at LloydJRoss.com. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, leave a review, and feel free to reach out to Lloyd on Instagram at LloydJamesRoss.